Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the GBO Podcast, where we're talking Gamecock basketball only, brought to you by Modern Exterminating. We know what bugs you. As always, I'm Sumter. I'm Bryce. Bryce, how are we doing this week? Status quo. We can't beat good teams, and we can beat really bad teams. Where does that make us, Sumter? I don't, not good. Not great. Better than really bad? I think we were picked 11th in the conference. Yeah. I think we're going to finish 10 or 11th in the conference at the end of the season. <laughs> Sounds about right. Let's see here. We got Does, we that, mean Fra- does that mean Frank didn't meet expectations? Or, or did he meet expectations? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. What a, what, what are they the expectations of Frank? It's like a, it's like George Costanza. You, 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 you set the expectations as low as possible, and then you can exceed them. It sounds like our SEC pre, uh, you know preseason predictions every year. Yeah, you know, just Frank always exceeds him when we're pre- picked yeah. terrible in the conference. Pick, pick, pick to finish eleventh. He, he he beats out A and M and finishes tenth. That's exceeding expectations. Well, last podcast we talked about you know going into Kentucky. We either going to win or lose by twenty five. We didn't neither. We actually looked pretty good. We had a pulse to about the sixteen minute mark in the second half. Yeah, but we'll get to that in a second. So let's get into it. We play Kentucky number five. And I'll tell you what, we came to play. Colonial Life Arena came to play, too. Now, the I will say this, though. The attendance was the worst attended Kentucky game, South Carolina game, that I've ever seen. It was pretty sparse. There's, I want to say at most there was 11,000. Normally, though, there's a lot of Kentucky blue in there. And there was probably, out of that 11,000, there were probably three to 4,000 Kentucky there fans. Were, there were a lot of Kentucky fans there. There were not nearly as many Kentucky fans as normal I mean, when when it, there's one year where we played them on a Saturday afternoon, and it was when they either it was when they either had Davis or Towns, and were number one. All I all I dream about there is just them throwing alley oops, dunks. Yeah, just to all of those and by big dreams men. you mean nightmares. That's right. Yeah, but I uh, didn't say they were happy dreams. <laughs> right, but uh, but just the whole upper bowl was blue. And, and, and I if, want to say there's maybe only 500 people in the upper bowl this it, game. Right. But but uh, but I've been to the Colonial Life Arena against Kentucky where it felt like I was at a Kentucky home game. And that was not the case. The students came out. The that, student they sections were, there. were full. They were there. They and were then there. there was probably four to 5,000 yeah. on top of that. But anyway, it was when it needed to be loud, it was loud. That's right. And uh, got off to a good start in the first half. Um, you know, like. We were playing with them. Now, I think it got up a few times to about the 10-point range. Yep. 10 to 12 point, mm-hmm. but then we'd cut it back down to yep. 5, 6, 7. Yep. So it, I don't think we said at any time you or I sitting there that this is danger zone in the first half. I'm sure you said it was danger zone. That could be fair. Uh, like you, you, as soon as they went up by 6, you, you said this is danger zone. That hurts my feelings. I mean, just is it a true statement or something that you tend to overreact to uh, to scores? That could be true. You're you're fortunate this is a Gamecock basketball only podcast right now, or or I would tell a story. <laughs> we have great stories, but anyway, that's a different sport. <laughs> that's a different sport. But uh, but so uh, so anyway, first half we're hanging with them. We're playing with them. Keyshawn came to play. Keyshawn came to play. Cousinard came to play. Levesque came to play. Kind of broke out of his. Came out of his to play. He played great in the first half, and we were playing with them. And um, you know, just we we, we, they went on a little run. They got a they cut it. Um, 
they got up by about 10 or 11 points. Um, and we brought the bench in. Now, Frank likes to bring in four bench players at a yeah. time off the bench. Yeah. Uh, with Reese. Reese always stays in. In the in the Georgia game, in the Georgia game, I don't know if you caught this, but the announcer referred to it as a line change. <laughs> and it was fantastic. <laughs> but, a, but a Frank Martin line change happens. We, we, we bring the bench in. Um, and what did I tell you exactly when this happened? Well, so this was in the first half. When did I, what did I say to you? You you actually said that it was going to get out of hand. There you go. And it didn't get out of hand. I we was actually wrong. we actually went on a little bit of a run. Uh, so we went on a little bit of a. I think it was like a seven three run. We cut it to four or six points, and then they blew it back open to eleven. And we put the and then we put it uh, the a players line. that are the best on the we, team. We, in. we put a line in the game of Levesque, Wilson, Bryant. Cousinard and um, Reese uh, in the game. And we went on a 6-0 run to close in the last minute of the game to close the half, and we were in it at halftime. What was the score Down 39-34, but we were in it because yeah. we were not scared at the moment. Uh, they cut it from 11 to 5 right before the half. And I remember that lineup coming in the game. And in our section, we were all just kind of sitting around and people were being like, "Why don't we play this group more? I love the guys that are in the in the game right now, like like with Levesque and Wilson at the at the five and four, you, you know, and and then it just took Frank twenty four games to figure out that you know which players are good and which players aren't that good. Well, yes and no, because guess what happens in the second half? What's that? We go on a six zero run with that line in the game." And then the backups came in at the 16-minute mark. AJ AJ Wilson doesn't play in the second half. Frank must have not liked his mental capacity at the moment. He he went on it like like he was he was in uh, just I just do not understand. And so like like and we, they, they put it to us at that 16-minute mark, we, we, and the we, game was okay, over. So 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 before like obviously this is what needs to be talked about. Uh, 30, 39, 34 at halftime, right? 39-34. And so it was, Kentucky's up five. And it was 43-43 yeah. at the 16-minute okay. timeout. So 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 we come back in the game. Uh he puts he starts the second half with the starters in the game. Right. And um we tie the game. You, you know, like, like we might have even gotten up by one. No, it was tied. It was tied. But but just in the stretch to get to 43-43. We we might have it at one point it might have been forty two to forty one or something like that, okay. but but uh, but forty three forty three. We get to the sixteen minute timeout, and we put uh and and we, we just pull everybody. Frank brings in his line change. Yeah, and then they go up eleven, twelve, fifteen ball game. Yeah, they go on a little bit of a run. They go up and and it just and and we couldn't get back in it. We just couldn't get back in it after that. Um, we actually did actually get back in it a little bit. That maybe a little bit. Half but, of the attendance already left. Yeah, after that. but but uh, but just by the time we got down to the to the four to the eight four minute timeout, like like we never could really get back to it. We kept trying to go on a run, didn't. We were we were in it and out of it. What was fun at least was that the team tried. The and and the guys that we thought we were gonna see. Played well. Keyshawn Levesque and Cousinard came to play, and and Frank actually did play them. Even even if he still did this line change at the 16 minute mark, how many minutes did all three of those guys play? They all played over 30, right? They played from 27 to 32. Yeah, which is fine. 
and um, and like and those those three guys were this team. But you know who let us down? Who? Stevenson and yeah. Reese had bad shooting yeah. games. Yeah, yeah, we needed we needed a good. The three shooting pointers night. did not go down. They were one of ten combined. We needed a good shooting night from uh, from either of them. Because to beat Kentucky, you need to have Stevenson and Reese, along with our Levesque, Cousinard, Bryant, all having big games. Because it was going to take a monumental effort to beat Kentucky. Yeah. And we played well. And and I guess that's like, and, and that's part of the problem. We needed to play like this all season. If we had been playing like this all season, you can lose to the number five team in the nation. You know, because that's you're supposed to lose to the number five team in the nation. Guess what Vegas had this game at? Eleven points. Guess what the final was? Was it eleven? Right on the button. Eighty six, seventy six, and we made a garbage layup, Carter, <laughs> at, near the end of the game, which cost people in Vegas probably a lot of money. Oh my goodness, we covered by a point. But as my wife says, Vegas always knows. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever sets those lines, they know. They know. Yeah, just. But it, at the end of the day. We weren't too mad. I think I was a little more mad at Frank. And I don't get me wrong, your starters need a break, right? You yeah. just you you piecemeal it. You take them out. You don't take them all together because you, you set up the the team for failure. Yes. That's what it is. That is the modern exterminating. We know it bugs you. That's and, that's and bugging that's just, me this week. Is like, that like not rotating the players? Just just doing these four man line changes, and with one of those players being a walk on, and the the quality we don't have quality depth. We don't. No, no, it's it's elsewhere. It's in the. We have about seven guys that I get excited about, and then eight and nine should just be there, guys for breathers. Yeah, and there's and, and I mean like we also had some ball handling issues in, well, in, in that period of time. Well, turnovers happen, but, but so in this 16 minute uh, mark that you're talking about, okay, so like Devin Carter's in the game, all right? He got stripped a few times, so he turns the ball over as we're going to the timeout, and Frank just spins the whole. TV timeout, screaming at him. For three minutes, but then he sends the team back out onto the court, court. and they're hanging out with the cheerleaders yeah. for five minutes. Yeah, yeah, and then and then like, and then like, the first play out of the timeout, Carter turns it over again. Maybe, you know, build your build your guys up. Like, it's, it's Frank Martin's fault that he has to rely on a freshman guard to be his main he ball He says handler. that in every post-game press conference. I mean, we're relying on freshmen. Well, it's, Frank, it's you need... It's his fault. He's... You, it's his fault there you we're go. relying on freshmen. It is no one else's fault other than Frank that we're relying on freshman guards. Right? Like people can complain about the transfer portal all they want to. I know that it is a hot button issue across college sports. But before it got hot, Frank led the yeah. SEC in transfers. Not just at South Carolina, but here's the thing, right? With the transfer portal. If you build a program where players want to be there, they won't transfer. There you go. I like that. All right. And so, like, if you if you have an issue with the transfer portal, it's on you because you are building a, a program where players don't want to be. Uh, this is a this is a football story, but it's related. Okay. Uh, this wasn't the South Carolina, a different team, but I was listening to an interview from a coach where a player had decommitted, and. Uh, they asked they asked him if they were still recruiting him he hadn't announced where he was going and the coach says first and foremost i want players who want to be here i don't care what they're ranked i want players who want to be here and want to buy in to what we're selling 
And that's and, and and that is and that is so true in so many ways. And if you built a program where players want to be there, there'd be little turnover. Then they wouldn't be at Murray State and Mercer. By the way, Murray State's in the top twenty-five. That's right, number twenty-four. That's right, in the top twenty-five. Hannibal's and, in the top nine players. And he comes and off their the backup point guard, and their backup point guard could be our backup point from guard. Hartsville. From Hartsville, South Carolina, had a really good freshman year. He had his turnover problems, but you know we can't live in the past. Yeah. Well, Frank does. I, I, I do too, clearly. Every time they bring up Thornwell, Notice, or Silva when they're at the game, they put them on the Jumbotron, and, and Frank somehow makes a reference. So, you know, I didn't have a problem coaching Thornwell. Well, that guy was five years ago. Yeah, and and, and he did have a problem coaching Thornwell. The The same problems that are happening, the, the same problems that are happening with a lot of this team, with Keyshawn Bryant, happened with Sundarius Thornwell. And he, he is just, Frank is just fortunate that he was able to bring that all together once that team got into the NCAA tournament. That team limped into the NCAA tournament. That team almost missed the NCAA tournament. We got a favor because of the previous year are getting yeah. screwed. Yep. Yeah. And like like we easily could have missed the tournament that year. We were a didn't, seven didn't, seed. Didn't we go and one that and was done? A gift. Didn't we go one and done in the SEC tournament that yeah, year, I believe? Yeah, Alabama yeah. beat us. Alabama beat us. And so and you, you, you know And we so, were lucky to get in Greenville. Yeah, and like Thornwell was up and down that year, just like Keyshawn Bryant is. You, you know, like and and the year before that, Thornwell's junior year, that team should have been in the NCAA tournament, and Frank didn't coach it well enough. So Frank could say w- whatever he wants to, but uh, but in the end, it's his responsibility to have to. If he doesn't want to rely on freshmen, then he needs to develop players into seniors who want to be. Who want to be here? Well, I love listening to the media. I guess the people that are credentialed at South Carolina, the reporters aren't going to come at Frank. They're not going to come hard at him. Right. Um, but it's just funny when you hear on the radio, they're talking, they're like, you can tell Frank's frustrated that his players aren't doing what he asked. And I go, I kind of want to ask, does Frank have the players that are capable of even playing with Kentucky? We can go on spurts, but can you have a team 40 minutes a game? Yeah. Can they play with a top 25 team? We can go on spurts. Every team goes on runs. Right. But do we have the team? This is my question to you, Sumter. Do we have the team quality of players that can compete in the SEC and have a good record in the SEC? I, I don't think so. Like, um, And, I mean, we haven't played with a top 25 team. For five to seven minutes, we play with teams. For, but but all game we haven't played not a full we, game we, we we haven't we haven't put a full game together against the top twenty five team and it's because we have to bring in the backups because the backups they get destroyed yeah it's because we have to rely on Jacoby Wright being a backup guard and we're not or saying you have to play and, your starters and, the whole time and I'm not trying to trash Jacoby Wright either I think he could turn into a very good college he's in a tough player. situation right now he's in a tough situation I like him I think he's a developmental player and he could be a very good player at the University of South Carolina um. But, like, our best game, Florida State, right? So far, yep. They're actually turning out not to be very good. And our best road game was they got, probably A&M. They and, got, they're, and they've lost eight in a row. They got trashed by – Florida State got whooped by Pitt in Tallahassee Saturday. That's not good. That's not good. Are you ready for how many ACC basketball games – Excuse me, ACC road games. The University of Pittsburgh has won since Jamie Dixon went to went to Texas Christian. Three. Five. Wow. Five. And that was 2016. Pitt is not good, and they beat Florida State. 
Like like Florida State, the Florida State win is not looking. So great. Florida State looked good after they beat Duke, and I guess they felt they've collapsed since then. I I, I guess I I, I don't. Mean, you ready for this? I believe Clemson's twelve and twelve. They were hot earlier in the year. They've had some injuries, but I mean, I think the ACC only has one ranked team, and I think that's Duke. Really? I think the ACC's kind of down this year. But anyway, we're not talking ACC, but that was an interesting stat. Yeah, our best win, and then UAB is in the first four out of the bracketology. So our best home win would probably be UAB, and they're technically not in the tournament yet. So if you think about it, all of our wins have come against teams that aren't projected in the tournament. And sorry, that Pitt-Florida State game was Wednesday, not Saturday. Gotcha. Florida State's 13-10. and 10. It's and, not good. And guess what? Georgetown, they have a losing record. Yeah. That We thought that was a good win. It wasn't either. But guess what? Frank will say, well, they were good going into the season. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we thought A&M was that big road win. They've lost like, what, eight they, SEC games or they something? They have collapsed. Buzz, <laughs> Buzz, is it Buzz Williams? Yeah. He might be losing his job. Oh, my God. That, that would have been a coach I would have been excited about. Excited about. Uh, but anyway, that's Kentucky. Let's move on to Georgia. We lose by ten. I'll, yeah. I'll say this: we had Cousinard and and Bryant woke up and Levesque. That was nice to at least see. Yeah, and we didn't get blown out. So that that's the positive. Oh, and one other thing, I did catch a T-shirt, but I might have stole it from a twelve-year-old oh, Kentucky it was glorious. fan. I it might, was, but it, what what is it, that kid going to do with a, a Carolina T-shirt it, with a Kentucky fan? It, it hit you in the hands. It, it hit me in the hands. Now you hit me. Yeah. You, had, you had caused you not, me to go a little unbalanced, I, I gotta, but I made sure I still got that shirt. I, I have a question for you. Yep. Uh, the game before, did you or did you not steal a rally towel from me? I stole it from you. You, you took it from me. I think I stole this one from a 12-year-old. Had Kentucky you had you too. not stolen the rally towel from you, I'd have let you have that T-shirt. I wouldn't have, wouldn't have gone for it because it was it, it was thrown to you. Hey, and you know how it got up to us? Baseball team. Baseball team was throwing <laughs> kudos, them out. Kudos to the baseball team. When you team. see the softball and baseball team throwing t-shirts, it's that's so gold. Much that's fun. gold because it's, we can always get their attention. Right. Right. And they can get it to us. And they've they got make the it to the 14th row. So anyway, yeah. shout out to the baseball team. We got some good arms on the baseball team this year, We'll but see if hey, that's another sport. But I mean, anyway, I guess we could turn the GBO into the Gamecock baseball. Okay, no. never mind. And we're moving uh, on. So yes. hey, I'm glad we played at Georgia this weekend. Do you know why? It's it's fun to beat Georgia. It's fun to beat a team that's like six and eighteen. Yeah, <laughs> they're bad. And rest in peace, Tom Crean, because I think this is year four for him, and this is pretty fair to say that he's done at the end of the year. Man, I still I still am just in complete shock that Tom. When he got Crean hired, you thought he was done. going to I, be the man. So so for listeners out there that don't know me, I I went to a Big East college and and paid attention to Big East basketball. And now an ACC college. And, right. And so, um, uh, but, but like when Tom Crean was at Marquette, um, he was a, he was incredible. And those teams that he had at Marquette were awesome. And then he was good at Indiana. You know, like he wasn't as good as I thought he would be at Indiana, but he was good at Indiana. I think they won a big Big Ten championship. When, when Georgia hired him, I was not thrilled because I thought he was going to turn them into a And he a got power. a number one draft pick player out of Georgia. Yeah, he got Anthony Edwards and who is who then became the first pick in the draft and and is 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 going to turn into a good NBA player, you, you know, is the real deal. Just couldn't even couldn't even win really with that. I mean, we we beat Anthony Edwards twice, didn't we? Oh, uh, we we've beaten Georgia 12 games in a row. 
And guess what? The last time, here's a little trivia for you. When's the last time we lost to Georgia? And it actually kicked us out of the NCAA tournament. I've got it. I've got it. I've got the, you didn't even need to give me the hint. All right. The last time we lost to Georgia would have been Michael Carrera's senior year, the year before. So I guess that would have been the 15-16 season, the year before we go to the, the year before we go to the final four. Um, we lose to Georgia in the first round of the SEC tournament. And who was that MVP that destroyed us? In that game. Oh, what was his J.J. name? J.J. Frazier. J.J. Frazier. I think that was his name. We'll, we'll get told, but it, it was Frazier. No, are, are you mixing up with Michael Frazier, the guy from Florida that no, hit all those three-pointers? No, I'm looking this up because we'll get crap for it. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, but but so um, th- that year. J.J. Frazier. I was right. Okay. Was the guy that also named Michael Frazier? That that hit the th- who's the Florida guy that we keep talking Let's, that hit the thirteen threes. Anyway, that year we lose to Georgia three times, and if we beat them any one of the three times, we make the tournament. We make the tournament. But since then, twelve and zero. Man, <laughs> that's awesome. It's nice to. It'd be nice if we just fill up our schedule. I even asked Chicken Hoops this week. Yeah. What happens if we just fill up our schedule with just Georgia and Vandy? We'd have a pretty good record. Yeah, I mean. We're four and zero. We're four and zero against Georgia and Vandy. We're one and seven against the rest of the conference. Is that good or bad? That's not good. That's not good against the rest of the conference. And I don't think we're playing Georgia or Vandy anymore unless we yeah. get a lucky and get them in the SEC tournament. Or unlucky because that means we finish eleventh, <laughs> right? Because like 11, 12, 11, 12, We'd have 13, to finish and ten to get out of Tuesday's right. games. So on yep. Tuesday, eleven plays fourteen, and twelve and twelve will play thirteen. That's right. And so, uh, and so, if we are eleventh, we would play Georgia. Hey, Frank could win a comp- an SEC tournament game. He'd love to push that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Had a winning season and won an SEC tournament game. So anyway, we um, we beat the crap out of Georgia, and Keyshawn, I will say, kept it up. Yeah. Had a good game. Cousinard had a decent game, not a high scoring, but I had no complaints. I kind of had no complaints at all this game outside of we started slow on the road. Yeah. We go into the game. We're down, I think, 8 to 10 points early, and I'm like, it'd be nice if we could just start strong on the road at an SEC hey. road game. Hey, we actually had a first half run, Bryce. We did. We you remember what run. was that run for? It was twenty. It was a twenty-zero run. There is a stretch of time. There's a there's a first half interval of time and a second half interval of time. Last this, time we played this right. season, this season in which we took it to Georgia forty-four to nothing. <laughs> That's obscene. Forty-four to nothing. That's almost enough to win a game. Like, <laughs> well, Keyshawn has, I guess, yeah. decided. Oh, and Keyshawn banked in a three and made two others. He had a career high three three pointers. And you know when Keyshawn shoots that high arching rainbow three, you cringe a little bit when he shoots it because oh, you're man. like this. I think he's shooting like twenty, every eighteen time. to twenty percent at three. Every time year. Keyshawn Johnson is shot. Who's Keyshawn, Keyshawn Johnson? Johnson? Keyshawn oh, Bryant. you just pulled a mic yeah. there. Pulled a oh, mic. Oh my god. Sorry, sorry, listeners. This, ah. You need to apologize to Mike. I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> Keyshawn uh, Bryant. Every time Keyshawn Bryant shoots a three-pointer over the course of his career, I have just cringed as it as it's gone up. I'll tell you who else started out the season with this kind of mo of when he shot a three-pointer. I'm like, and not thrilled What's about the, who's it. Who's that? Devin Carter. But Devin Carter in this second he, half. He's starting to make buckets. He's my boy. Yeah. Your boy Devin Carter had a game. And if he wants to become a three-point shooter. 
I'm all here and for it. And you see how against poor competition, he can drive that basket. Yeah. I love that. Which which hopefully that just hopefully a he will remain a player at the University of South Carolina. There's going to be a lot of uh it's probably going to be a lot of movement again at the end of this season. Oh, of course. But uh but if Devin Carter stays here, I think he will turn into a very good player. He will turn into potentially one of the five or six best players we've seen in the last in the last 10 years, you know. So we beat Georgia 80 to 68. Carter and Bryant steal the show and we had a decent free throw game too. It shot in the 70s. Okay. Um but yeah, it was a um all in all, good game. Be nice to play Georgia all the time. So upcoming games, we play at Ole Miss on Tuesday, which is, I believe, they're we, right we have, around the standings with have, us in the conference. Bryce, we, we've hit the point of the season where everything is a must there's, win. Well, there's six games left in the season. And, and I will say this. We have hit the point of the season where Frank needs to just continue to win in order for us to make the tournament. If if he if he wins the rest of his games, we'll probably make the NCAA tournament. But that's what it's going to take. Um, we are, I believe, we're what five and seven. So we're five. We're ninth in the conference right now. We're tied with Vandy at five and seven, and we own the tiebreaker. So, and we're in front of Vandy, Mizzou, A and M, Missouri. Not, uh, I'm sorry, A and M, Mississippi, Georgia. So uh, Mississippi is second to worst in the conference and three and nine in the conference. Well, if ever there was a basketball game that this team needed to win this season, it's Tuesday on the road against Mississippi. Right, and we and hit or miss there, but we usually lose an Ole Miss. Usually, well, you know, it got to win, must win. Kermit Davis might be on the hot seat out there. He made a NCAA tournament early on in his career there, so he might yeah. be dipping out. Could be a lot of new coaches going into next year. And then we got LSU at home on Saturday. So, uh, so basically, and LSU six and six in the conference, and they're still ranked twenty five, but they've had a they've got recent. A- uh, struggles lately. Kim Palm's still got them way up though. Kim Palm's got them at like 16 or 17. It could be a Q1. Yep. Yeah. And so uh um a win at a win at like at at what point I guess what is this team? Are we the ninth or tenth best team in the SEC or are we better than that? Like should should you and I still be talking about this team's NCAA tournament hopes? I'm not gonna talk about it again until if we go two and zero this week, I'll start I, smelling it. We, we, we might talk about. We it can talk bit. about we'll it again. If, if so, if, we're fourteen and ten right now. We're we're fourteen and ten, and so if if we go two and zero this week, that'll put us to sixteen and ten with a with a home game against Mississippi State on the um, and seven seven in the, conference the following Tuesday to get to eight to seven in conference to get to eight and seven in conference and um you, you know in in seventeen and 10, that like. We just have to win them. Just just win basketball games. And, I, and I'm telling you right now, I don't see us going 2-0 this week. I don't either. I, I will be shocked if we go 2-0 And, and it wouldn't shock you to go 0-2. I wouldn't be surprised. We, sh- we should beat Ole Miss. I think the Ole Miss game will, will say a lot. If we can't beat this Ole Miss team... We'll be worried about making even the NIT. It, it, we shouldn't make the NIT if we can't beat this Ole Miss team. If we can't beat the number 13 team in the SEC... In a game, we shouldn't just we, we like in a game that we need to win, you, you know, l- l- like not letting the number thirteen team sneak up on us, but just not beating a game that we have to have. 
Well, here you go. You have six games left in the regular season. We said before the SEC schedule that we need to go ten and eight to even have a chance at the tournament. But really, eleven and seven. But hey, ten I and eight is what we said before. I don't think ten and eight gets us in. It's going to depend on who the remaining. So that would be that would be five and one down the stretch to even get to ten and eight. If I'll tell you what, if they go if they go five and one down the stretch with a win against Auburn, that might do it. But but like. But like winning, I think, it, I think if we go five and one, and that one is Auburn, we're still going to have to win two SEC tournament games. Yeah, and I'm talking about just to be sniffing the bubble. Yeah, it'll help having a down ACC. True, it, it, like like having a down ACC would help. But like I just the don't even want to get. We're definitely not going to talk about the bracketology of this until they at least show us that they can that we have a shot at going. 500 or better in, in SEC play, which currently we're 5-7, and seven, and I don't see And us. where are we in Kimpom right now? Around the, the 90s? I, I think we bounced back under 100. I didn't check after so the So probably upper game. 90s. Over. After the Kentucky game, we had fallen to like 112. Um, But yeah. Anyway. Um, we'll see what happens, but my guess is we go 1-1 one one this week. Yeah. That's my guess. And um, uh, question for you. Yep. Um. We were 105 we, in Kimpom, by the way. We were talking about like coaches being available that would want the job. That's right. Would you take Tom Crean over Frank? No. No? No. You would, would you rather run it back with uh, with Frank Martin next year than have than replace him with Tom Crean? If that is the only option. If, if those are... The, Am I an option? Uh, no. Are no. you an option? No, I'm not an option. Because I, I believe in us to play the best players at the right time. <laughs> yeah, we would... It, just acquiring those best players might be a little difficult for us. <laughs> well, we'll get into this in future yeah. episodes because I I'd like to do a deep dive on what players are even possible to return next year. But that's we, it. But we don't need to get into that now. Th- that'll have to be an end of the season podcast because yep. there's so much that's gonna. Th- these six games are gonna dictate a lot of what the future of South Carolina basketball looks like. Really. Well, can we switch switch gears to Absolutely. The, the, the sport at South Carolina that people actually call us. We are a women's basketball, basketball school. school. Yeah. And guess what we did? We whooped up on Georgia 23 and one on the season. <laughs> we killed Kentucky. Not killed. I might say we were up by a lot at Kentucky. I want to say that was game was an ugly game at Kentucky, but again, it was a win and that's what matters is winning. We won 59 50 at Kentucky. Any thoughts on that? Boston got her double-double in the Kentucky game. It was a blowout early, but then we kind of had a bad – we had a few starters missing. You know, we had Cardosa on the national team in the Olympics, and then uh, Amahair yeah. was and for Canada. So yeah. they were gone, so we had to play some backups. I will say our freshmen, Rivers and Hall, yeah, they look like they're progressing. I mean – Weren't they? Fi- weren't they both five stars? They were five stars, but they were a little bit skittish earlier on. Right. Earlier on in the year, but now they're looking confident, and they're driving. They're making shots. Anyway, that'll be good. How many uh, seniors are on this team other than Henderson? We just have Henderson and um, Grisette, Lili, Lili Grisette. Yeah. Um, so there will be, and I don't know if Henderson technically has an extra year because of COVID. I need to look that up. Because I don't know how the COVID free year is working, like on some of the players. It, it's it's one of these things. Grissette was a senior last year, so I know that she's done. Right. Uh, 
Do you think Henderson will come back if she has another year? Why wouldn't you? I would if I were her. I yeah. mean, she'll probably get in the, be a projected first round, but you'll you'll be projected first yeah. round again. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Boston goes fourteen and fifteen. Just a double double machine. She handled business. Yeah. But we have no complaints. So at at the point of this game, it was her sixteenth double double. So we get the win on the road. Ugly game, fifty nine fifty. But that's all I think we all need to say about that. Um, but that goes into the game today at George at number seventeen. George Kentucky had been sliding a little bit. Oh, they've been I? sliding hard. Yeah, they and weren't so, the ranked team we played earlier in the year. Right, and and um, and so because normally Kentucky's been good. Uh, you know, oh, they've always been ranked yeah, the last couple yeah. of years. But they're uh, Howard. They're projected the the projected WNBA first number one overall pick. Yeah, that's their team. And outside of that, if you shut her down, they don't have the players this year. So. Anyway, that leads us into Georgia. I mean, it's fair to say that we own Georgia this week in men's and women's basketball. Is that fair to say? That's fair to say. So they were number 17, and I'm just letting you know. And they've been on the up and up, too. Oh, well, they've been hot. You know, we played them in the SEC tournament final last year. Right. They've always been a ranked team all year this year. Right. I was saying this year they've been been playing pretty well as of late. And a good attended game for a Georgia game, but we beat the crap out of them. It was 29-10 in the end of the first quarter, and at halftime – it was fifty-one to twenty-five. I'm talking about that is just taking it to them, which leads me back to: Did you feel bad for Georgia? No, they were a ranked team. I don't feel bad for ranked teams. I feel bad for the non-ranked teams a little bit. That, I do. So, so I think I think you're referencing the question you asked uh, last pod. Yeah, I think we were talking about what the Alabama game. Yeah, and, do and I do, we, do you feel bad for SEC teams not ranked when we that we play and and teams that we just and just, people are just like no. just whoop up on. Uh, you know, it, and it, it depends on the school. I, I, I do not feel bad when they're ranked teams, n- number one at all, regardless right. of who it is. And I would never feel bad about it being Georgia or Florida, you, you know, like. Well, anyway, Georgia's the fourth best ranked team in the conference. You know, we have LSU at 13. Yeah. Um, you have Tennessee around 10, 12. You have LSU, and I think there's one other team. Can you Can you think of it off the top of your head? Um, it's changed so much as the season's gone on because it was Kentucky. Um, no, I don't think there's another one. No, there's four. All right, I got it right here. You have LSU and Is Florida. It- Florida. So you have Tennessee at 13, LSU at 14, Florida at 19, and then Georgia was, at 17. Was Florida ranked when we played them? No, but no. they got ranked okay. after it. That, so that they makes, were the yeah. fourth ranked, highest ranked team in the conference, and we beat the crap out of them. Yeah. Another uh, another ranked opponent victory for Don. Tenth, tenth ranked opponent win this year, oh leading the country in in ranked wins. <laughs> it didn't surprise you. No, it doesn't. This team's great. So they finished there. They beat Georgia, yeah. and we're at the twenty three and one on the season. We beat Georgia seventy two fifty four. So we're humming. So going in for the women, they play the worst team in the conference, Auburn, on Thursday. Yeah. And then it has the ESPN College Game Day Showdown Sunday, one o'clock on national ABC number thirteen, Tennessee and comes in. And this town. is like the college game day stuff, right? Like this so is it's the, it's the show, not the hosts. So right. ESPN College Game Day is coming at noon uh-huh. to have the live show on ESPN. Right. And then the games on ABC at one, but it's not the men's crew, it'll be a women's crew, but it's ESPN College Game Day, the third time ever a non men's Game so, got, so, the, so the men's crew's just not doing anything? They're doing their Saturday game. But this okay. is just a, an additional show that it is ESPN College Game Day in Columbia. And, and it'll start at noon? It'll and, start and at noon, and one. the game is at 1. So 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 
that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It's just cool. I mean, all more eyeballs. Yeah. Uh, can if if is, is, so? Should we get there early? Like, I would get there early. Yeah, I think like, I think the doors open at eleven thirty. Should we our, get the, Should we get there before noon? Like like to to will the show be happening on the court? Is, happening is what on I'm the asking. court at no, twelve. Nice, nice. Yep. That'll be awesome. Um, that's really exciting. And we have good seats to actually see it. Yeah. So anyway. We'll blow out Auburn on Thursday, but then the big showdown on Sunday against the second best team in the conference. And if we win that game, we pretty much lock up the SEC regular season with that win. Yeah. I mean, we only and, have four games left in the season. And, and, and that is the We've the won only all game. but one of them. We've won all but one of them. So right. at some point, we've got to lock up the SEC regular season. Well, right? in the standings, we're 11 and 1 in the conference. What's Tennessee Missouri? is 10 and 2. Missouri has fell off. They're okay. five and seven. We just shouldn't have lost that game. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we're, we're one game up on Tennessee. So if we beat them, that would be a two game lead. Right. With two games to play. Yeah. And, and we would have the tiebreaker. Correct. Because we beat them. So anyway, things are good for the ladies. They're handling business. There's nothing that's bugging me this week. Yeah. With the and, ladies. And Boston uh, Boston got both the double seven, doubles. 17th double double in the Georgia game. Uh, and uh, so that puts. She the the SEC record for consecutive is nineteen by an LSU player. What's the national record? Do we know that? I only know the SEC. We need to look that up. Yeah, we'll have that for the next pod. But Boston had when she gets we will she'll break the SEC record and then we'll start focusing on so the, the national yeah, record. If, if you have a handle business, Auburn she'll tie the record against Tennessee with two yeah. games to play. But eighteen and twelve this game for Boston handled business as always. Um. Any um, any more thoughts on her and about uh like has there been any discussion about you know player of the year? She's leading the she's leading the voting. Yeah, there's and every time the announcers are talking about it, there's not even someone close. She's running away with it. Who's who's currently now number two in the country? We've beaten them all, and so I can never keep up with it. Well, it goes back and forth between I think it was NC, NC State, State and Stanford. I need but, to look that up. But didn't but. NC State lose recently? They all left. Lost a couple. Yeah. And that girl, did, did you see what that girl for Iowa did? What'd she do? Or for Iowa State? It was either Iowa or Iowa State. She she, she scored like j- just a whole bunch of points and was making these like just deep threes all over the so place. So Stanford is number two. Louisville's three. So I guess NC State lost. Michigan four. NC State five. Okay. So we've we've beaten Stanford and we've, we've beaten, beaten NC, NC State. State. Yeah. So Louisville, hot. I mean, Louisville and Stanford, those yeah. teams are capable. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm I'm ready to watch this women's team in the tournament. It's going to be fun. And I might be going to yeah. Minneapolis if we can make it that Final Four. Me and the owner of Modern Exterminating, we might pop out there. We'll yeah. see. I mean, th- th- that would not be bugging you, I don't think. Looking forward <laughs> to it, Glenn. No backing out. <laughs> Just call him out on the pod. That's right. Yeah. So it's official. <laughs> anyway, anything else you got? We're about to have Super Bowl coming up. Yeah. Um, I'm not even going to ask you what your pick is because this is the Gamecock basketball only podcast. That's right. And I only watch it for the commercials. That's right. Well, it's been a good week. The men, they got, you know, they beat by Kentucky. They beat handle business against Georgia, which we expected one and one. The women go two and zero oh, as expected. Yeah. But again, if the men want to get back into even the sniffing the bubble, you got to go two and zero. Oh. You got to have to go and 
and we're not saying they're going to, but if we go 2-0, then we can maybe start talking about the thought of making the tournament. But we're a long way away, around 100. In the they minute. getting to 500 in SEC play, going 9-9 nine and nine or better in SEC play, I don't think will happen unless they go 2-0 this week. That's fair to say. Like, Because if we don't go 2-0 this week. We ain't beating Auburn um, at, at Auburn. And we're not winning at Alabama either. We haven't beat I can't even tell you the last time we beat Alabama. Yeah. And so, uh, um, yeah. W- let's win the week, y'all. 2-0. It would make me have a better week. Let's say that. I'll be fired up on the pod if we be, if we win at at Ole Miss and then come come home and take care of business against LSU on Saturday. I'll be I'll be I'll be fired up on the pod. I'll even be a little positive. We might even crack a beer. Might I, I might crack a beer, be a little positive, depending on how the rotations are played. I might even try to if if we're two and zero, I will say something nice about Frank Martin. I will I will I will make a comment about something Frank Martin did during the week. That was good. Well, here's my prediction. If Frank plays our best players the majority of the game, I think we have a chance to win any game. There you go. But here's the problem. When you bring four backups in at the same time. Just don't do the line change. Let's don't hockey line change it. (laughs) Anyway, that's it for this week. It's been a good show. Hope you guys join us next week. We, We out. GBO out. Go Cox.